Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Today we want to do. Uh, uh, a brief uh, informative uh, episode here about a new position that is now available with Practical Missions Cohort here on the mission field in Italy. And uh, the position is administrator. And uh, so today we're just going to talk a little bit about what's posted on the PMC website at the moment uh, in regards to this position. Uh, so we'll look at uh, the, yeah, what's required uh, to, to apply for this position, what you need to be willing to do in order to uh, serve in this position, uh, some of the job tasks that will be included in that position, uh, what you would get paid or not, and uh, the purpose of the uh, position, and then even some of the job perks to this position administrator in Italy. Uh, so the purpose, to start with that, it's always good to know the purpose before you get into something, uh, is to help the PMC mission to operate efficiently in order to recruit, involve, and train more missionaries, and then so reach more Italians with the gospel, make more and better disciples of Jesus, and as a result, plant more churches, all to the glory of God. Uh, So it's kind of like a helps position, but more than that, because there's very specific tasks involved, things that really do uh, go way beyond just helping or assisting, but actually continuing to lay foundations and, and make it possible for more people to get involved and to do their jobs better. Actually, a very important position that we're offering and uh, so you would have to apply and be accepted. Obviously, couldn't just we won't just take anybody for this. Uh, but the position requirements, we'll start with that. Uh, so we have the position, it's administrator. The purpose of it is that. And the requirements, uh, we just have a, a running list here. Uh, initially, obviously, we need someone with saving faith. Uh, uh, saving faith means they, they have a firm knowledge of what the gospel is. Uh, they have put their uh, trust in Jesus Christ for salvation. They've repented of their sins. And they're living to honor Him in everyday life and to serve Him. Uh, and understanding how great of a privilege it is to belong to the Lord and to be known by Him and to be able to serve Him and preach His gospel. Uh, so saving faith, Christ-like character. Uh, it is possible also, uh, we're all tempted to know a lot of things about the Lord, uh, but not live as we ought to, according to the calling that we've been given. Uh, uh, so we're looking for a person here with a proven track record of Christ-like character. Uh, it's easy to be Christ-like for a moment, and in the next, you know, it's always a terrible thing when in the pulpit, uh, there's wonderful, wonderful preaching, God-glorified, out-of-the-pulpit, disaster of a life, bad relationships, bad behavior, uh, not not ideal. Christ-like character covers every aspect of our life where we, we live uh, humbled by the gospel, and we live to honor Jesus Christ, depending on Him, trusting on Him, and, be, and, and to love Him with all of our hearts. And to love Him requires loving also other people and there's many aspects to that as well uh, saving faith Christ-like character passion for the glory of God above all else uh, passions are important but at the end of the day the Christian's greatest passion should be for God to be glorified whether we succeed or whether we fail uh, whatever it might be we want God glorified uh, no matter what that's the heartbeat of a, a, a true uh, disciple of Jesus Christ uh, next requirement uh, minimum one year Bible college uh, or certificate uh, which would be approved by PMC. Not all Bible colleges, not all certificates are created equal. I will just say that. Uh, but we want someone with a knowledge of Scripture, uh, sound doctrine, those kinds of things is important for this position because it's an influential role as well. Uh, and if you don't have the, the 
the formal training, uh, Bible training, uh, we don't limit to just that because we're aware many of uh, many great servants of the Lord have no formal training, but have been trained very, very well uh, in in theological things and pastoral things. Uh, so we definitely don't want to put a limit on that. So if you if you don't have that, uh, you would just have to commit to uh, on-field theological and missionary training slash discipleship with PMC, and we can help you with that. And, and that's a great joy of what we do here in Italy. Uh, so love for the God of the Bible, <clears throat> another requirement. Uh, a biblical understanding of, of God, who He is, a heart for the lost, uh, and love for Christ and His church. These are requirements also for this position. Computer and technological skills. Uh, this could throw some potential uh, applicants off uh, because nowadays it is just a requirement for this position. It's important to know how to, to use computers well and efficiently and have good uh, skills with technology and stuff or at least know how to make things happen. Uh, so probably uh, a younger person might be ideal for this position. Uh, not super young, but young enough to know how to still get things done with a computer. Uh, unfortunately, the older the older groups uh, really struggle in that area, and the younger folks, that's one of their specialties. Uh, managerial skills. This is also very important. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to have uh, manager, you know, have been a manager before, uh, or have uh, studied management, but to uh, be willing to learn and adapt and, and do managerial things, that is definitely important. And some kind of success managerially, you know how to run your life, you know how to make things happen, organize, plan, definitely important for this position. Uh, ability to raise your own support. Uh, this is also very important. Uh, as a PMC missionary, you will not be paid, which we'll mention in a moment also. Uh, you would raise your own support, which means you would have to... Uh, Write letters, send letters, do uh, little conferences, talks, meet with different people, pastors, basically do all you can to get people to give you money. Always prayerfully, of course, because it's the Lord who provides. Uh, but you would have to be willing to do that, and that's not for everybody. Some people just don't like that kind of thing, and it is part of what it means to be a missionary. You have to somehow find funds, find the Lord's people who are willing to give funds to the cause to enable it all to happen. Uh, another requirement would be to move to Italy. This position... Uh, as the Italy administrator naturally means you have to live in Italy. So you would have to leave your, your uh, culture and life behind, come, live, adapt, set in roots here in the country of Italy, uh, learn the Italian ways of doing things, learn the Italian language, uh, and live here, uh, which is the next point. Learn Italian culture and language. Uh, so you'd have to do that as well. It doesn't mean you have to be a perfect speaker, but you would have to commit to learning uh, and doing your best to, by God's grace, learn the language and the culture. Join the PMC Church Plant Cohort. By taking on this role, you don't just come here and live the, live the Italian dream or something like that, but you're part of the bigger picture as well. So you're intimately involved with uh, the church planting group, uh, whatever that would be at the moment, and you would be an, uh, a member of that, and you would play a specific role on that team also uh, for the starting of the next church. Uh, so that's also very comforting and a good thing uh, because that gives you, uh, you're not on your own spiritually speaking, you're connected to a group of uh, believers and growing in grace and serving the Lord together. Uh, so those are the requirements. Willingness. This is a little bonus thing we throw in here. What must you be willing to do if you're seriously considering this position as administrator? Uh, you need to be willing to work with limited resources. Uh, often uh, ministries in, uh, in places where there's large churches around and things like that, you have all kinds of resources. Books, you name it. you got everything. Offices, desks, uh, all that kind of great stuff. Whatever you can imagine, you have it in America. Uh when you're on a mission field like Italy, the churches consist of 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 people. 
uh, resources are always limited. Uh, and then people who are just generally speaking unaware that missions need to happen in places like Europe and specifically Italy, uh, few people fund it. So you have limited resources to work with also. You need to make a lot happen with a little amount of resources. You have to be willing to work with limited resources. You have to be willing to learn to overcome the Italian uh, burocrazia. I don't even know how you pronounce the word in English anymore. Um, I won't even try. That's, I've, I've tried that before and I've embarrassed myself. Learn, learn to overcome the Italian burocrazia. So Italian uh, documentation, things like that can be complicated. You have to be patient. You have to be willing to learn. Uh, and, but it can be done. Uh, so you have to be willing to, to deal with that kind of stuff. You have to be willing to sacrifice. Or in other words, be a living sacrifice. Which is what Christ calls us to anyway. But in specific way, on the mission field, you understand sacrifice in a whole new meaning. Uh, willing to do that, willing to sacrifice, willing to suffer, willing to endure hardship. Again, these are just calls that uh, we have from the Lord as disciples in general. But on the mission field, they get uh, it's kind of like putting a magnifying glass on an object. It kind of focuses all the hardship and attention right onto you, and you feel it in a whole more intense kind of way. Uh, so suffering and enduring hardship, fight the good fight, willing to do that willing to uh, count the cost, fight the good fight, do whatever you have to for the, the name of the Lord to be honored. You need to be willing to encounter strong spiritual opposition. Uh, spiritual warfare is a very real thing on a mission field, especially uh, places like Italy that are very, very dark spiritually, uh, where the the, uh, the evangelical church just seems to never be able to take root, take foot, get a, get a stronghold, or, or get yeah, established and move forward in a, in a recognizable way here in Italy. Uh, there's there's uh, some kind of really intense uh, spiritual opposition here. You need to be willing to encounter that, deal with that, and uh, persevere. Lay down your life is another thing you need to be willing to do. Lay down your life for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, sometimes you'll get your way, sometimes you won't. Lay it all down. Whatever's good for the gospel, that's what you want to do. You've got to be willing to do that on a regular basis. Uh, be willing to be counted as nothing, that Christ may be all. You need to adapt to the Italian culture, learn the Italian language. I already mentioned that, though. You need to serve the Lord's church in a spiritually barren land. Uh, there's nothing glamorous, there's nothing glorious about serving uh, the Lord's church in a barren land. Uh, you're nobody. You may be, you could be the most famous Christian in America, for example. Big name. You come to Italy, try to organize a conference, you want to talk, speak with people. Who's that? They don't know who you are. They don't care who you are. Why would I want to hear that? It doesn't mean anything at all. you got to be willing to, to preach the gospel. You, maybe you're a dreaming preacher. You want to be a preacher. And uh, you come to Italy and think, yeah, they'll listen to me there. I want to talk. You won't get big crowds here in Italy. Uh, so you got to be willing uh, to, to speak to the individuals, to preach to the individuals, to go find them, to be like a, a pastor looking for lost sheep, going out and digging in the dirt, hunting through the night, trying to find uh, lost folks. Everything changes. Uh, uh, so that's what's like serving in a spiritually barren land. You need to be willing to, to embrace that kind of, of Christianity, that kind of uh, missions work. You need to be willing to be used by Jesus naturally. You need to be willing to learn and willing to reach the lost. So you do the administration stuff, but also, as I mentioned, you'll be joining in with a bigger picture of, of the work of church planning and all that entails. The evangelism, the discipleship, the training of elders, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you play a part of it, an important part. Uh, but you're, you're always, your end goal is whatever's best for the Lord's church. Uh, so what, what job tasks are included? Uh, we have a list for this also. Uh, so jobs, actual tasks, things you'll be required to do. Uh, and this is not exhaustive. There will be more, but this is some of the things that come to mind as we first put this uh, position together. Uh, extended times of prayer. Uh, it's easy to get caught up in all that has to be done because there is so much that has to be done in a place like Italy. 
but extended times of prayer are also something that cannot be ignored. Uh, so that could mean daily extended times of prayer, weekly extended times of prayer, group gathering kinds of prayer. Prayer is an essential thing, and it's it's part of all we do. While we're doing everything we're doing, we're doing it with a spirit of prayer. But also there are actually times where, you know what, we all just need to stop working for a day, maybe two, and let's go pray. And we just take time to, to concentrate in prayer, bring petitions before the Lord, stop, maybe just give thanks, whatever it might be. Extended times of prayer is part of the job. Sounds strange perhaps, but it is uh, reality when you're in a place like Italy serving the Lord. Oversee social media. This is one of the job tasks. So you need to oversee social media, websites, field updates. Uh, someone who can dedicate time to making that all look the right way, be consistent, some kind of updates, things like this, uh, to continue uh, letting the world know that there is a need in Italy and there are lost souls here that need to be reached and people can be a part of it uh, if the Lord would move their hearts. Uh, recruit missionaries is another part of this task. Uh, that can take any form from simply contacting churches that are supporting, letting them know that there's opportunities to serve, to actually going to different places or gatherings or missions conferences, something like that. Uh, and that would require probably some trips also back and forth to the States, which could be good for some people. Um, fielding missionary applications. So when different applications come in, uh, one of your roles would be just fielding those, passing it on to the right person, reviewing it, whatever it might be. Facilitate new missionaries. Once they get here, there is a, a, a list of all kinds of different things that need to happen to make sure they're uh, up and going as, as quick as possible, efficiently as possible. So facilitating new missionaries, facilitating logistics for vision trips, in-term, short-term cohorts, things like that. A lot of facilitating. Outreaches, the same thing. Uh, gathering supplies for outreaches and for the church. Managing finances. Performing basic bookkeeping. Coordinating with a U.S. administrator for PMC uh, to make sure certain things that happen here in Italy are also communicated over there to the U.S. side. Things like that. Uh, create operational systems so that uh, if for some, for some reason the Lord would take you home sooner than expected, uh, many of the things that you've been doing till then uh, would be able to uh, be taught uh, in an efficient way to whoever the Lord would send after you to fulfill that role. Not that anyone can take your place, but the position you're playing, someone the Lord would provide to take that place in that event. So creating operational systems just to make things uh, flow smoothly and efficiently uh, all to the glory of God for the most involvement of, of God's people. Uh, serve and contribute to the church plant. Uh, serving, just in any way possible. That's part of what this job uh, uh, includes. Uh, Another task would be uh, assist the on-field director and the lead church planner, uh, whatever that might mean. Assisting could be a variety of different things, but assisting the on-field director. Overseeing all on-field administration. So in a nutshell, overseeing the administration aspect, uh, very, very important. So you can imagine if there's like a base, if there's like a camp, military speaking, you get into a land and you're setting up camp. Someone's got to run that camp. Otherwise, you know, food's getting put in where the trash should be. Trash is in with the food. You know, where people use the restroom, stuff isn't working. Then everything's dirty. People are getting sick and infected. And what's not happening in that kind of situation? The enemy is not being pushed back. They're losing ground. You know, you really need someone to administer and make sure all that stuff is happening so the, uh, uh, the outreach can really happen at its, at its best ability. So those are all job tasks included with this role, this position of administrator. The next section here would be pay. What do you get paid? You don't get paid. That's, uh, that's what it means to be a missionary. Uh, and, and I've seen it. It's true. You can be a, a really, really great missionary, but money for some reason just does not come in for you. You, you. How good you work does not relate to how much you get paid as a missionary. And you can be a really, really lousy missionary, just not concerned at all with the lost souls, 
caught up in just whatever, uh, passing days as if you're like on vacation or something. You can be a lousy missionary, and for some reason, people send you a lot of money. Uh, there's no con- direct uh, connection between how well you work and how much you get paid. As a missionary, you raise funds and God provides according to His will. Uh, so again, you need to raise funds for this position. You won't you won't be paid at least initially, uh, and uh, you become what's called a uh, yeah a faith missionary. You, know, you live by faith, trusting in the Lord to provide, and then you can you can get all your uh, donations sent to you though through Practical Missions Cohort, obviously, and then you receive a paycheck. As a result of the funds you raise, you, you, you'll set a salary for yourself based on how many funds you can raise, and you would need to raise an amount of funds, uh, a minimum amount of funds, to be able to function here and operate according to all that is required of you. Uh, and that, at the moment, would be something uh, for an individual about uh, $2,100 a month. Uh, for uh, a couple, about 3000 a month. If you have children, 3500 a month or more, uh, just to give a ballpark figure there. Uh, the purpose we already mentioned. Lastly, we have job perks. Uh, every job has its perks. Uh, Paul the Apostle was a missionary. He got to ride on boats. He got to see the sea. Once in a while, he was abandoned at sea, but nonetheless, he got to see the sea. Uh, there are some perks to being a missionary, uh, believe it or not. Uh, there are some nice things. Uh, amidst all the trouble and everything else you, you face, spiritual battles, all kinds of different stuff, uh, there are some perks. Here's uh, what we have for this position is you get to live in Italy. Number one, that's a perk. Italy is a nice place to live. We can't deny that. Uh, you get to live near Venice, Italy. Unique place. Very unique in all the world. Uh, so much history there. Take a photo of anything. It looks fantastic. Uh, so you get to live near Venice. When you have a down moment, you can just hop on a bus. Ten minutes, you're in Venice. Go walk around, get lost. Whatever you want. Uh, enjoy Venice. It's a great place to live. A little humid, a little foggy in the winter, but the rest of the year, it's fantastic. Uh, eat good and real Italian food daily. Italian food in America, I am sorry to say, is not quite what it is uh, in America Amer- or in Italy. The real Italian food is very different, uh, and it's actually better, good, and it's got a lot of variety. So you can eat good, real Italian food every day. That's just everyday life when you live in Italy. That's a perk. Uh, get exercise naturally. We have all these gyms and fitness and all that. Very big, common thing in America. In Italy, everybody's thinner. Because they eat better and they walk all over the place. You walk a lot in Italy. So you don't have to even worry about going to the gym unless you're really obsessed with that or something. Uh, They do have them, but it's not very common. Uh, So you get exercise naturally. You experience church as it was at the beginning of the church, like in the book of Acts. This is one of the best perks, I would say, personally. Uh, There's something special about being uh, involved, being as a missionary missionary church planner, uh, experiencing church as... As you, as you read and see in the book of Acts, uh, how it's all just coming together and you know people bump into each other, meet, the gospel gets preached, this happens, that happens. Next thing you know, a group of people are gathering and serving the Lord, preaching the gospel, hearing the Lord, being edified, singing His praises. Uh, it's a wonderful thing uh, to experience church in Italy, uh, similar to how it is in the book of Acts. Make a difference where there is truly a need, another perk. We can do things often, and the truth is uh, you can serve the Lord in some places. There's so many others doing it. If you would disappear and never be there again tomorrow, nobody would really notice. You disappear in Italy, people notice. Uh, uh, you're needed. There's a, there's a need here in Italy. And another perk is you get to see souls saved and lives, even entire families, transformed by the gospel. You get to be involved in the edification of the church, edifying, building up. Uh, involve saints from the U.S. in Jesus' global mission. We're all called to be involved in his global mission. You get to be uh, a bridge to help people get involved in his global mission. You get to serve Jesus Christ really and glorify 
God, those are all some of the perks. Uh, so that's me talking really fast about a, a new position available starting now. We're beginning to uh, seek out who that person might be. We're praying for whoever that person might be. <clears throat> and so if you have any questions or you want to talk more about that, please get in touch with us, uh, info at practicalmissions.org, or you can even phone call us at 484-294-3784 if you're in the U.S., 484-294-3784. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks you for prayerfully considering this uh, uh, new position open up for Practical Missions Cohort here in Italy. If it's not for you, but you, uh, uh, you might know someone else who it could be for, don't be shy. Go ahead and uh, please let them know. Let them know this is a possibility also for them. Uh, or prayerfully consider, who might I know that would be able to do that, would be in- interested in knowing more about that, and, and send the information forward. Thanks a lot, guys. God bless you. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.